Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Oh, you caught me off guard. I did. I purposely did. I started while you weren't looking. I'm looking at the cobweb. Yeah, there's There's a couple. We have a podcast spider, little spidey man who lives in the corner where we record our podcast. He just judges us. Yeah. He listens to this shit. (laughs) He's one of our viewers. That's why the sticker's right there. Uh, Welcome back. We skipped last week because everybody was fucking sick. I was pretty convinced that you weren't going to have a voice today. Yeah, uh, but I do. So, you know, it's not 100%. I would say it's like 85 to 90%. Give it a 92%. Yeah, great. I left you this morning and you had no voice. Yeah, And, and now you do. We're doing great. So and Last week I had zero voice. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Um, all right. We have an interesting topic today. It's not where we thought we were going to go. Um, we're still waiting with that one. Yeah. For stuff to unfold. Doing some data collection research, if you will. Oh, data. Is that what you call it? Data? No, just, I, that was an inappropriate use of the word. We're going to have to have to start the show over again. <clears throat> no, we absolutely It's will like not saying do mature. That. Mature. <laughs> I, I can't. All right. Well, uh, I am Carol Ann. This is Matt. And uh, you're listening to Booze and Confused, if you didn't catch on to that in the last two minutes. And um, yeah, just like a couple housekeeping items that I'm sure you are well aware of at this point. Yeah. You know, that smell you're smelling wherever you are, that's not just crap. That's our crap. <laughs> I was wondering where Welcome you were going with smell that. vision <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to. Please uh, scratch number one on your smell yeah. card that you got from yeah. your Lunchable. Yeah, well, we also, um, this episode brought to you by Litter Robot. Uh, we record our pod just right across the room from our Litter Robot, uh, which 95% of the time does not smell and you can't tell it's there. Uh, the 5%, though, not great. So that's, that's an awesome problem. Is this one of the 5% right now? Yeah, no. Yeah, it is. No, no, no you don't smell fine. it. No, I don't. Well, when you get really close to it, that's you smell that's it. number two. When you scratch it off, that's number two. Um, oh, you got it. <laughs> that's number two. <laughs> that's funny. Number I didn't two. Mean to do that. Good All night, right. everybody. All right, we're getting into it. We're getting into it. Um, if you, what the fuck is the first thing that I usually say? It's the stickers. No, it's not. Leave we're on comment. all your the favorite social media. <laughs> we're on all your. Way. <laughs> <laughs> We're on all your favorite social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, Twitter for now. And I've been saying that for the last like four weeks, but I'm still holding on to it. Um, If you want to send us a message, you can just DM us on any of those platforms. Don't leave us a YouTube comment because I'm not going to read it because I've not checked into YouTube for a very long time. Oh, I would read it. Yeah. I would would read it. We would read it and laugh, but... Um, if you don't want to send us a DM because maybe you're taking a break from social media or you live off the grid, uh, you can send us an email at boostingconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. 
if they're listening to this shit podcast, they're not that off the grid. Well, I mean, off the grid enough to, you, gotta, you know, yeah. not be on social media. You got to be off the grid, off the grid, like, like yeah. no power. Yeah. Yeah. But like you check into town every couple of weeks with the payphone and you see L-L-A-T-T down the middle. If this sounds like you or somebody that, you know, we would love to interview for maybe like a, a real life preppers episode. Yeah. We'll give you like a. We'll see. Uh, a freezable burrito you can you can bring <laughs> along your journey and think of us um anyways if you like the pod and you want to support us the best way that you could do that is by leaving us a review and or subscribing and following or whatever wherever you listen to this shit at um and if you take a screenshot and you send it to us we'll send you some boost and confused stickers in the mail uh, we have a couple. Of we gotta send a few out. Yeah, don't we? we This do. is so unexpected because this um, never happens. <laughs> but obviously, we've been a little down and out, so we're a little slow on the snail mail. Um, yeah, we'll send you some shit in the mail. Not real shit. Not shit from the litter uh, robot. We could totally, uh, we could totally arrange. We'll that. send you some stickers in the mail. And the last piece before we get into today's topic. Hey, hey, what, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? I think I'm, I'm not drinking anything. I think yet. you saved it, I saved for, the, it uh, for the for the sound for effects. The, yeah. Welcome to the ASMR part of the show. <laughs> it sounds great. Thank you. It's it's a Guinness because um Hold on. I gotta No. Uh yeah no it's just a Guinness but it's it's the good Guinness it's it's the, it's good the one with the can and and the little ball and then you get the nice um effect uh-huh. the surge uh-huh. um it's nice it's not I wish it was an actual like full pint but uh, no this is this is nice um wouldn't call it like a resolution by any means but it's it's like a I just think it's easier to just drink Guinness instead of like. It's a less heavy beer. Jumping around with IPAs and stuff, especially yeah. if I'm trying to like watch the cows. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't give a fuck about that. So I'm drinking a Christmas IPA that I found in the back of the fridge, and it's like almost February. Oh so. my god, is that from last year? <laughs> oh my, <laughs> that's from last year. Yeah. No, it's it's the Goose Island IPA. It's a good IPA. Um, I know you liked it, so I, I didn't finish it. Yeah, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And now I have all my guineas. Now you've got guineas. I mean, honestly. I mean, you know how many cows, cows calories are in this? Uh, 94. Oh, that'd be great. No, 125. Oh, that's still not bad. Um, One IPA is like, I don't know, anywhere from uh, 200 to 400. So Guess what? This thing has a gram and a half of protein oh, yeah that's great 1.1 grams of protein that's just not add it right in there with the protein powder just give it a little i do i, I a shake <laughs> a shake a little protein bro um all right. and also fully yeah. organic okay oh i don't think it is organic i don't think either of our beers are organic um but that's I'm a great organic. segue into today's this plant topic. is organic on the <laughs> this, table this organic this is a plant fake on the plant table. um so originally, like Matt was saying, uh, we wanted to do an episode on George Santos um, and just like who the fuck he is. But we still figured that out, <laughs> I think, <laughs> because there's like news literally daily coming out about George Santos. Like it came out today, for example, it came out over the weekend <laughs> that he he used to do drag. And then he was like, OK, yeah, I did drag, but it was like a one off. And then today it came out that he actually did drag for like a three year period. Um 
which is fine if that's what you want to do, but just don't become like a hateful Republican because that's like the only place that you're going to fit in, you know? The no, it, I mean, yes, that's where we're at now, but before that, it was it was like a these are uh, imperatively or uh, uh, empirically false accusations oh, yeah. on my character, yeah. and I have never and would never to. <laughs> Oh, I did it a few times, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't a lifestyle to yeah. I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's not that he did it. It's, it's You know what? I just have to like he looked good. He looked good. But I'll just leave it at that. It's just what I don't know. Anyway, it's not, so it's not that he did it, it's that he lied about not doing it. I yeah. think is the And whatever. then he's with like the biggest bigots in Congress because that's the only people who will accept him after all of these lies have come out. So yeah, I think that's the data collection <sighs> I'm still doing is like trying to understand who, and piece together who, all who, the lies. Who are you? Yeah. Very interesting. But uh so instead of a political fraud, we're gonna go over to organic fraud. Food fraud. Food fraud. If you will. Fraudulent food. Yeah, so this week, um, the USDA announced that they are finally going to start cracking down on organic food fraud. Uh, when I first started doing research into this, I thought it was going to be companies that falsely use the word organic, um, you know, and they're not actually organic you or just whatever. throw it on the box. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. It's like more of a marketing term, which is actually very true. But I think that is different from uh, the USDA's focus. Um that this whole thing was actually very shocking to me because I did not know any of this was happening. Um, so what does organic food fraud mean? Yeah, um, it's it's when it's when you think you go to Whole Foods and spend your whole paycheck because that's what Whole oh. Foods... Oh, 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 <laughs> because, because that's what it costs. Welcome to the Boomer Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear those kids playing that music? The Cowboys <laughs> lost and I'm sad yeah, and I broke my TV and yelled at my dog. <laughs> Uh, I punched a wall. Yeah. Okay. I abused, anyways, I abused my wall. Anyway, but no. Yeah. This th- this organic thing. So you you brought it up, and I was I was like, are you talking about those people who go to like the store and then like check out self checkout and you <laughs> you get the organic food, but you mark it as like not organic, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you just low key just leave. Yeah. I mean, organic they can't tell fraud. the difference. Organic and, fraud. And you know what, Mariano's is going to be a okay. Uh, if you mark your regular organic or your 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 organic bananas as regular, if you will, um, but no, this doesn't mean that strawberries are like disguising themselves as organic at the store so that they can find a better home to go home to instead of rotting away in the grocery store. No, it actually means you might start seeing less foods at the grocery store that carry the official USDA organic certified seal. Which I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, it is very much a thing. And it's actually a big part of how I choose groceries that get into our shopping cart. And I'm definitely not alone in that. Um, We are a household that tries to buy organic when we can, when it makes sense. We're crispy. I don't. I wouldn't say we're crispy. No, we're it's super just like, crispy. We're, we're crispy boys over here. Okay, sure. Yeah, we could be crispy boys. So I just learn what that term meant, like crispy parents. What I the just, fuck I just does that mean? That you mean crunchy? Crunchy. Oh, see. <laughs> let's just <laughs> let's just cancel the. What is <laughs> what is crispy? I'm not crispy. Well, I'm a crispy dad. We are a little crunchy. I'm like a moderately. You're moderately crunchy. Moderately crunchy granola mom. I'm That's um fine. I'm somewhat crispy. Yeah. <laughs> lightly crisped 
Um, shockingly, this USDA organic certified seal is not bullshit in a sense where companies, you know, maybe I'm like buying a hair mask or something and companies could be like, this is an organic mask. Um, yeah. Organic in itself has become a like marketing. It's just like a buzzword. buzzword it's a buzzword. Will. We got buzzwords. However, the way that we've had more confidence in buying organic and knowing that things are actually organic is this USDA organic certified seal. You see the seal, you know it's legit. Well, yeah, it's like an official seal and it's shockingly not bullshit. Um, so like that... A, it's, what? Uh, sorry, it's, it's, it's like when I get a phone call from the IRS. <laughs> I know it's legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they ask you to give your whole social and then they're like, okay, yeah, no, no, no. We're just that confirming checks out. that we're calling the right yeah. person. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then I buy all the Amazon gift cards that I can get at Walgreens. <clears throat> so the USDA organic seal is an official mark. It is protected by federal regulation. It's overseen by the National Organic Program, the NOP, which you may hear throughout the pod. Um, and that is a program within the USDA Agricultural Marketing Service, AMS. I'm not going to say that very often. Um, but you have to go through a certification program as a farm or a business in order to be authorized to use that seal on your products, right? So there's like a big whole thing you have to go through in order to be able to use that seal and say like, yes, I am certified organic, slightly crunchy. But it's not like the Better Business Bureau Mm-mm. where like I, Mm-mm. whenever I hear them saying, oh, we have an A plus. Well, so does Joe Schmo down the street. Don't you just got to pay for it? You just yes. pay for the A+. Plus. You just yeah. give them money and they go, okay, A+. Plus. The Better Business Bureau, in my mind, is almost no better than Yelp. Which actually, it shocks me. If you're a millennial that uses Yelp, I would love to hear from you and understand what you're doing. Yeah, how you doing? Why? <laughs> how's, uh, how's Internet Explorer 6? And then, I, and then I found out that Gen Z doesn't even like fucking use Google. They search everything on TikTok and that's how they do their research, which I have less trust in TikTok than I do in Yelp and the Better Business Bureau. Anyways, all right. So in order to make an organic claim or to use that USDA organic seal, um, and I promise you, if you're like, I have no idea what the seal looks like, if you were to Google it, you would just know in passing. Like, yeah, you've seen it before at the grocery it's, store. It's got the look. Yeah. It's got the look. Yeah. So, the final product that you are giving must follow super strict production, handling, and labeling standards and go through this organic certification process. So, the standards go through things like soil quality, animal raising practices, peed, peed. Pest and weed control. Oh, I thought you were going to say peat. It's like, oh, peat. No, no, no. The smell no, of no, peat no. in the morning. Peed, pest, and, and weed control. Uh, th- those are very important pieces. So um, if you're a producer and you do organic practices, you probably rely on natural substances and like physical, mechanical, or biologically based farming methods to like the most full extent that you possibly can. So if you do produce, for example, uh, your organic produce must be grown on soil that had no prohibited substances like fertilizers and pesticides and shit like that applied for three years prior to harvest. And that's in order to make sure that the soil has enough time to like, like rejuvenate if you want right. to call it that. Yeah. So it's, it's like you, 
you apply for it today, you get it three years from today if you continue to make a good product. Oh, interesting. As for organic meat, um, the standards require that the animals are raised in like living conditions where they have friends. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like things that accommodate like their natural behavior. So uh, their feed has to be organic. They can't be given any antibiotics or hormones. Um, Also, while we talk about organic food and marketing gimmicks, um, if you ever see chicken that's labeled no antibiotics ever and you think that's a selling point to buy that chicken it's not it's just illegal um to use for chickens so they're like oh this is a great thing to put on but then it's like fucking purdue or tyson um it's not a other more concerning issues yeah exactly they just use it as like a like a fake like look at what we're doing but in reality it's like nobody is doing this we're not special so we we didn't hit a caravan of geriatrics (laughs) while driving to work today yeah if tyson and and purdue were honest about their chickens they'd be like our chickens can't walk squawk uh anyways depressing so um the usda is saying like okay all of this is great, but now they're going to come out with new rules that make it harder to actually claim the organic label on foods. And that is because the current guidelines have very easy loopholes, if was, you want to call it that. I was going to say, because they're like gatekeeping now. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get into it. So um, these new regulations also require new certification for all imported organic foods. And that's important because a lot of places uh, tried to use this method of like importing or sending from the U.S. to another country and then importing to kind of like bypass that standard. And to be honest, if something is coming from like Turkey or Romania and you're like, yep, this is organic, who the fuck is going to prove that? They have very different standards than we do here. So what's organic in another country may not be organic here. Well, it'd be like super organic then. Cause like yeah. a lot of, like I know a lot of, like, like we have a lot of foods here that wouldn't be sold as food in like Europe. Yeah. Like pop tarts, like our chocolate <laughs> pop tarts aren't food in Europe. That's why we have not had pop tarts in um, the house in probably a year. I haven't even noticed. Yeah. You, yeah. you took away my pop tarts. I did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, yeah, I so, didn't even notice. Yeah, what has my life been? I don't know. There's a, look. There's a lot of ingredients we have in the U.S. See, this is the crunchy part. There's a lot of ingredients we have in the U.S. Um, that are very questionable in uh, European countries. Uh, if you ever wonder why our junk food is so much cheaper than healthy food Ugh, and tastier, you should look mm. into how much the U.S. government subsidizes uh, the ingredients that go into that junk food, like um, like the high, high fructose, fructose corn, corn syrup. syrup. Yeah. So. Um, these organic standards have been in place since like the year 2000 ish. Um, so this is being called like the biggest single revision to organic standards since they've initially been published, which is this it's is, time for an is update. This a good thing in your opinion? Yeah, your, I would say so. Crunchy opinion. I would say so. I don't have like that much of a crunchy opinion. My crispy opinion <laughs> is that I didn't realize I haven't had pop tarts in like a year. Yeah. Well, you know, we all do our part. 
So this new rule comes into effect this March. Companies have a year to meet the new requirements. And you're probably thinking like to this point, like, well, is it really such a problem that, you know, rules need to be like rewritten and reinforced? And like, if there's anything we've learned over the last two years, three years really at this point, surely companies would not take advantage of consumers just to try to sell more, would they? No. 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 To make a bigger these, profit? These are little mom and pop companies. Yeah, They're, no way. They pull their own carrots from the ground themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they do. Uh, so again, if you are a household like us, you probably contribute to this. Sales of organic foods in the U.S. topped $63 billion, with a B, like uh, George W. Bush, George Topped W. Billions. $63 billion in 2021. Um, and that's because consumers really are looking for those products that are free of pesticides and, you know, things that are grown in these fertilizers. I think most recently there was a lot of hubbub about uh, like the baby food, for example. or Like for the example. heavy, heavy metals. <clears throat> yes. The heavy, heavy metals, metals that come in from the soil. Uh, and that's kind of regardless of organic or not organic. And, um, I think if you are somebody who buys organic, you probably do so because you're familiar with the Dirty Dozen. Do you know what the Dirty Dozen is? Ah, uh, it's it's a, it's a bunch of eggs. No, <laughs> no. It's it's like different vegetables that are like extra dirty. <laughs> like um, romaine lettuce is like the leader of the gang, and then you've got Spuds McGee, potato guy. Um, you've got rutabagas and radishes uh-huh um are these just like little boys that you grow on the ground just i just th- little ground think of boys. Oh, cilantro um pretty much if the thing says to wash it i just think it's part of the dirty dozen that is a great guess uh the dirty dozen is actually the list of produce of the uh worst quote-unquote worst for pesticide exposure Ooh. Yeah, so okay, I was I was I was close. Then, yeah, you're, you're yeah, yeah, in the same vein of like food. Um, yeah, so the Environmental Working Group (EWG) um, that's a great website, by the way, for anyone who's like I don't know where to look all this shit up. EWG is great. More than ninety percent of strawberry, apple, cherry, spinach, nectarine, and grape samples have tested positive for residues of two or more pesticides. Um, kale, collard, and mustard greens, hot peppers, and bell peppers had the most pesticides, and a single sample of kale, collard, and mustard greens had up to 21 different pesticides. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of pesticides. I don't yeah. want that in my in my body. Yeah, certainly not in temple. my cilantro. Not in my <laughs> temple. A vessel. Not in my <laughs> temple. I was telling Matt yesterday as I was doing this research that there's a, a guy in one of the articles that I have quoted in the show notes who talks about he essentially went homeless trying to maintain this like vegan organic diet that he has and he kept referring to his body as a vessel and I just like wish I had that level of uh, commitment to anything uh, outside of this podcast (laughs) yeah yeah I would rather live in my car yeah pretty much yeah. Um, but strawberries and leafy greens have been repeat offenders at the top of the list, uh, which have ranked pretty high. So, um, you know, personally, I try to buy strawberries organic when I can. Uh, I know that that's very difficult when it's like eight dollars for a pound, which I think is insane. Um, 
But that is also to say, if you're listening to this and you're like, holy shit, am I a bad person for eating produce that's not organic? No, I probably think you're better off eating like non-organic blueberries than no blueberries at all. I don't know. That's my opinion, but I don't fucking know anything. Yeah, let's talk so. about the weight of the damage yeah. to, the, <laughs> to the blueberries. I just, whenever the producer doesn't finish the blueberries, I just I just have a little snack. Yeah, just a little snack. Just have a little snack. Just a little snack. When, um, when they nap, you nap. When they snack, you snack. Yeah, you also snack. And then they're like, oh, bite? Bite? And then you have to share. So Yeah. Um, produce, grains, and other foods are pretty vulnerable to fraud. We have a lot of examples of like grains, for example, that we're going to go through. Um, so we're going to start with uh, a man named Randy Constant. That's a real name. <laughs> Randy Constant. Randy Constantly. Um, this article itself or this um, story itself is absolutely insane. I'm really just going to have a little snippet here, but yeah, we'll just get into it. So Randy was a Missouri corn and soybean grower who was, uh, you know, best known for being the largest organic grain fraud scheme in pretty much our country's history. At least that's been uncovered and that has been gone, you know, it's gone through the courts and has been given a, a sentence. So he was given 10 years in prison in 2019 for generating $142 million in fraudulent organic grain sales. Um, he spent that on an extravagant lifestyle, which is crazy <laughs> I'm a to farmer. me. farmer. You can tell by my wonderful yeah. mansion and my yacht. Yeah. I mean, what's fucking crazy to me is all these people who are committing fraud are like, I'm going to get a yacht and 15 sports cars. Nobody is if, like, let me give back to my community. Be like Assholes. a modern day Al Capone. where like, you you commit horrible yeah. crime but you also soup kitchen you like you hide your money in these good things yeah if That's you're gonna a smart thing to do if you're gonna make a crap ton of money yeah continue your lifestyle yeah as exactly you, as you were yeah because don't don't be suspicious don't be suspicious don't be, be suspicious, suspicious. Don't I put be that on my second yacht so it's estimated that Randy's fraud started way back in 2001, um, but he wasn't indicted until 2018. So again, uh, really, this little blip is not doing his story justice. There's a huge article on him by The New Yorker that's worth a read. Really lengthy, but it's it's super interesting. I enjoyed reading it. It's also, just wild. Also, how, how do you get, get even get to uh, read the New Yorker because I read my three articles for the year, so I, I can't I okay. can't read anything. Here's a life pro tip for anybody, and I hope they don't shut me down for doing this. What, incognito? No, the way that I bypass that is you right-click, you save as, and you save as a web page, and then you open it up that way. Oh, my gosh. I know. You're welcome. Oh my You're gosh. welcome. Oh, my gosh. So what's crazy about Randy's story is he was reported by other people in the industry who were like, hey, don't you think it's suspicious, like, how low he's selling the supposed organic grain for compared to everybody else in the organic space? And 
I I won't do spoilers, but pretty much they like started an investigation, supposedly found nothing. And then like months later, reopened things up and like just fucking crazy. But he was Randy was essentially selling non-organic grain as organic, but at non-organic prices, undercutting everybody else. Um, Yeah. And people were pissed. Right. He's just he's just a really nice guy. Trying yeah. to trying to help these families. Yeah, of himself. Be crunchy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, in 2020, prosecutors charged a Rapid City man, a uh, businessman, and what they say was a $71 million scheme to sell fake organic grain and seeds to fuel his extravagant lifestyle, including a yacht, a multi-million dollar home, and luxury cars. Again, with the, like, selfishness. I mean, I can't imagine that you'd like go through all this fraud and be a good person, but at least pretend. I mean, if if I could even see seven figures worth of money in my <laughs> in my life would be something. But to uh, yeah, I, I think I missed the calling. Yeah, we I should just be con artists. Should be fraudulent yeah. farmers. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We got a great end. Um there was uh, another story of the U.S. Attorney's Office filing an indictment for wire fraud and money laundering against someone named Kent Dwayne Anderson. Um, he allegedly used a network of South Dakota businesses to sell non-organic grain and seed um, as organic. And he made a profit of $25 million from the fake organic sales from 2012-ish to uh, 2017. Most recently, uh, in July 2022, a Minnesota farmer was charged by prosecutors in a $46 million grain fraud scheme. Um, James Clayton Wolf. Wolf is just like a really cool last name. I'm, James Clayton. Sounds I'm, very Western. I'm Wolf, the farmer. Uh, he bought conventionally grown grain and then resold it as organic over the period of like six years. So these people are making fucking bank. There's actually, if you're interested at all... I think that New Yorker article I talked about for uh, Randy Constant talks about what the price profit difference is or the, the price margin difference is um, for non-organic versus organic farmers. It, it adds up. It really adds up. So I can understand the allure for this. Um, but the last like real example that I have is uh, not grain and seed. It's pineapples. That you maybe thought were organic. The organic pineapple industry the organic is booming. Pineapples. So, what's crazy to me is this piece that is like so obvious that took so long to get shut down. Um, so, the head of the USDA's National Organic Program was like, hey guys, it's really suspicious that Costa Rica is shipping more organic pineapples. Then the entire country is even allowed to certify to, to grow. To, of course. Yeah. So you have like quotas, right, that you're allowed to, to go through. Um, I was reading some of these farmers say like it's kind of crazy. These certification processes are so lax because you may say like, oh, yeah, I can provide you 100,000 organic apples and you may only have like three apple trees. And they're like, OK, great. 100,000. Let's let's Sounds do good. it. Here's the money. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, they did it in Pital, Pital, P-I-T-A-L, I don't know, in Costa Rica. Um, but this is the hub of the world's biggest pineapple exporter, which is crazy. So the surplus obviously meant that somebody was like mislabeling all this fruit produced 
very less expensively with chemicals that you can't use for organic yeah, products. That's the, the whole point. Yeah. Um, so they were obviously cheating U.S. consumers uh, who, again, were trusting that USDA organic seal. So I don't know if it wasn't obvious before, but all of this shit is still being marked as organic with the USDA seal. They just get a little, you know, like an iron brand and they yeah. go. Yep, there you go. USDA organic. So, the, so these places are going through getting the certification and then selling non-organic after they get the certification. It's crazy. So um, I think what's what's wildest is Costa Rican government sends out this investigator. This investigator gets like 1,500 pages of evidence that uh, Primus Labs, which is a USDA accredited certifier, improperly approved uh, this company called uh, Del Valley Verde Corp as a grower of organic pineapples. And they were like, yep, they're organic. This is great. So like, how the fuck does all this happen? Right. Cause you would think that you, the U S with as strict as they are about certain things, like how are all these companies getting through that supposedly should be vetted and like they're turning around and scamming American consumers so easily. It's just trust me, bro. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Source, just trust me. Um, you know who like really shocked me with a great article while I was researching this? Oh, I'm gonna go with was it MSNBC? No. Ooh, no. um um Fox. No. It's Ooh. in the same vein as I would say like BuzzFeed News, if you will. Oh, I think you've, you've Yeah, okay. It's Seventeen Nerd- Magazine. Nerd no, no. <laughs> Nerd Wallet, actually. Nerd Wallet did an investigation of two Costa Rican cases. Um, and in this investigation, they found break root, break breakdowns um, that defeat like the entire fucking system and the purpose of like keeping these companies organic and like the integrity that comes with the seal. So uh, the USDA doesn't just allow growers and processors to choose their own certifiers from its accredited list, the certifiers then get paid by those producers, even getting a percentage of sales. So what the fuck does that mean? It just helps. Oh, yeah. This is just helping the the inspectors, whatever you want to call them, to just be like, yep, you're good. Yeah. Where's my cut? Yeah, exactly. Like you could find, I don't know, the sketchiest motherfucker on this list, have them come over and be like, oh, yeah, this is... This is certified and it's not really certified. And then they get a cut of your sales. This is super crunchy. That's a huge conflict of interest. I tasted it. Super crunchy. And what's insane to me is the USDA has investigators, but they don't have law enforcement experience. And um, at times they have like hundreds of cases that are in a backlog that are just waiting to go through, especially as this market is expanding. So they're not able to stay on top of all of these supposed, you know, violations that they're coming across. So um, swindlers among the 37,000 businesses certified uh, worldwide can double their money by misrepresenting food grown conventionally with organic, no, with chemicals forbidden in organics. And the USDA has only one compliance officer for every $9 billion in sales. Wow. The fine for each violation remains capped at $11,000. And no one knows what share of the organic market is actually fraudulent. So. We're doing just fine. 
well, that pretty much means you're paying a premium for food supposedly certified, USDA organic. Make you feel real you good. Don't actually know if it is or not. What's the point? That's crazy. I don't even know how to go about this. Like when we did that episode about the avocados and the avocado yeah. cartels, mm. you could go through and try to research where the avocados came from. Um, this one, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, I just like I'll get like product of sometimes. Like this is a product of Mexico or the U.S. And I'm always like, yeah, America made this. That's so good because I always get a little nervous about like all the the stuff that we could make for ourselves just getting exported out and in exchange for you know yeah cheaper prices I'd, yeah 100 percent. i just i just like, want to be crunch, i just want to be crunchy well no it's like when companies started announcing that they were going to start sending their meat overseas for processing and then shipped back to the Is u.s and that, people were like what the fuck yeah, what? how does that make sense it's that much more expensive to pay people. I don't know. It must be. But this episode didn't make me feel good. Good thing I have this organic Irish <laughs> Guinness. Yeah, we're we care enough about um, our bodies and our vessels that this we're gonna my vessel. supply ourselves with organic fruit and then just ruin it with alcohol. So that's that's our lives. Well, that was today's episode. I hope I've shaken your confidence in um, the, I don't know, I don't know, in anything. That's what you get for having a New Year's resolution. Yeah, I'm that's gonna what you eat, get for I'm trying to be healthy. I'm going to eat healthy. No, you're, no, you're not. You're just, you're just eating junk in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's today's episode. I got nothing else to say. I'm going to go empty the fridge. Yeah. I'm catch gonna, you. I'm going to go finish this beer. Catch you later. My Is that organic, organic beer. Ooh, Is that organic? Ooh. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.